Um, yeah, just say something now. really clearly, just like count to four or something for me, Matt. But Craig, clap, that's easier. You want me first, yep. Yeah. Right. I'm saying something very clear so that Liam can point this in the right place in the podcast. One, two, three, four from Matt. And one, two, three from me. Lovely, thank you, boys. You're welcome, sir. Um, so I've got your orders, have I? Uh, yeah, mine's uh, a Big Mac and a chocolate milkshake, please, uh, but with apple <laughs> slices because I'm watching me wait. <laughs> As it goes, so it was. Welcome to another edition of Every Number One Ever. And Every Number One Lovingly welcomes you. <laughs> Quick, grab your shears and come and join us in our pruning of musical l'histoire. Here us gild the lily. I've never Be known aghast. what that means. <laughs> Be, I'll tell you later. Be aghast as we tear down palaces. Join us on our 1,000-day mission to mould pop history into something consistent and without shite, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> you want sort of petered <laughs> off at the end there, didn't it? <laughs> give, us, give us a minute. I, I, need, I need to build up to this bit. <clears throat> you want more cock-hard detail of how this works? <laughs> Head to issue zero and change the shape of your pants. <laughs> Stiff? Good. Joining me as per <laughs> is the will I am of orange, Craig Lowe. <laughs> Dirty bit. I enjoy it. <laughs> and to my right, his left, and everyone's askance, Dr. Liam Maloney. How are you doing, boys? I'm not aggressive this time. That's nice. <laughs> no, no, no. They all change. Uh, now, I was as our pot-picking machine du jour fires out chart-toppers at us in packs of three. We judge the pack in totem and either keep or bin the pack. The kept files fly north into the pantheon, the binned south, and replaced by a randomly selected number two hit. So choose wisely, cockers. Liam! <laughs> there, there's something of the partridge about you for this episode, and I don't know what it is. I wrote that very late at night, and I read it through today, and I thought, wow, I don't know what voice I had in the head when I was writing this. I, I, should we find out what the machine's called? Please. Yeah, let's do that. So our machine du jour is... And today's machine is... ZX Sinclair Grogan X-Ray Spectrum Plus 2! <laughs> Was, yes, was that Claire that's Grogan? <laughs> ZX Sinclair Grogan X-ray Spectrum plus two, or just for the just for ease of use, Spectrum plus two. Bloody insane! God, we're only on episode six or seven or something now, aren't we? It was one. It was one from later in the pile. Damn fucking right. God, that's tough. I'm just going to call her Claire Grogan. <laughs> or Spectrum plus two. We'll call her Specky. Spe there you go. 
Um, on that note, shall we uh, shall we dive into the dross chaps? <laughs> so as always, we begin with the bin master general himself. Hello. I don't know if he has actually deserved that reputation yet. Ah, uh, don't you worry. I don't know. No, don't play to the fucking crowd. Craig. It's, fine. I, I, it's lulling them all into a false sense of security. This is changed. scientific. <laughs> we're doing the service here. We're not. We're Just, not settling scores. This is not oh, latent am. hatred. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> so my first number one of this week is number one, number one thousand one hundred and seventy-one. Oh gosh. So, so a 20... Oh, 20... 20... 20... 2012. Oh. 2011. This was number... Uh, let's... Let's let's check with... Uh, let's check with Specky. Good old Claire Specky. And see uh, what, any, what facts we've got. Ooh. It's been... Oh, it is. Wow. This was w- number one for just one week on the 27th of August in the year of our Lord, 2011. <laughs> uh, good luck, lads. Is all I can say because I oh, listen to this scratching my head furiously as if I had head lice. <laughs> okay, in we in we dive. Don't go. Is it called Don't Go? Don't it's called Don't Go. Well done. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I have not a Scooby. This Hang is on. Liam. No, just I don't want it all being played again. But could you play that last lyric? I just need to check something. Whether he's suffering from a bit of the Paolo Natini. Oh, I wish he was that upbeat. Don't go. I don't know where you come from. And what is a Paolo Paolo Latini? He sounds like he's he sounds like he's chewing chewing a bollock when he's singing. (laughs) I don't know where you come from. Anyway, if you're doing it right, you shouldn't be able to talk. So so this is legendary artist Wretch Thirty Two featuring Josh Cumbra. Uh, I got nothing to say about this. This is so far out of my fucking wheelhouse. It might as well be in another car. Wretch Thirty Two is also like is like a very much an also ran of the the yeah. last decade. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he had a one hit one. He had a one week wonder in twenty eleven. So uh, for me, does, does the song does the song gain a beat? Does it change? Is it a minimal a bit, effort? There's, there's a bit of rapping in there. I'm presuming that the part we heard was Mister was Mister Cumbra, who's uh, who's featuring, and then Wretch will rap away. Well, here you go later on. That's enough of that. <laughs> Next, Craig. His, his his flow isn't great. We will uh, we will give that a, a, a bin for now. Is it not we'll a heavy flow? No, it is not. Peng bars, man. Yeah, no. Peng bars. There, there are no bars to be had. Peng bars. I'm just. I feel like. I'm, that almost nipped past that. Just, I feel like I need to stick a little flag in and just go, no, look what happened here. You know, like in a crime scene, those little tiny flags. Matt dropped the phrase, peng bars. 
<laughs> Evidence. <laughs> hey, Your Honour. You oh, ready for number two? <laughs> let's let's check what number two is. Number two for me this week too is warm. number one. Is number one number one thousand and seventy six. Oh, he's he's really in fucking bloody. I'm, glo- I'm in fucking glo- glo- no man, no man's land this week. <laughs> Should we see big what, wobbly danglers? Shall we see what? Um, yeah, let's let's see if Specky Grogan says. Off we go. Was Claire Grogan in X-Ray Specs? No, no. she was in... Uh, Altered Images. Altered, Altered images. images, there we go. Anyway. It's been... Oh, oh two for two. Two oh. for two. This was number one for one week on the 5th of July in the year of our Lord, 2008. Uh, yeah. Uh, you pr- I'll tell you what, of anyone, Liam might stand a chance... Okay. With this one, maybe, but but not not for any positive reasons. So uh, so let's have a listen, <laughs> shall we? You sell it. There's <laughs> no selling it. No idea. Turn the lights off in this place. And she shines just like I feel like I know that voice. Yeah. Yes, you will. This is this is the infamously bad photocopy of Usher, who was an infamously bad photocopy of Michael Jackson. This is Neo. Uh, with his ne- uh, with his ne- yo ne ne dash yo. Yeah, okay. Ne- yo. Uh, with his uh, with his number one hit closer. I've never heard that before in my days. I did. I like think if you got to, if you if you got to the chorus, you would. It's it's one of those sort of. Stop making Jumping me fucking skip it. Stop making the machine skip in, boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very opaque. Come um, a little bit closer. Stay away from me. <laughs> ah, yes. I imagine. So um, it, it, it is. It is a floor filler. But if uh, you like an STD, yeah. If you fancy a bit yeah. of a dose of monkeypox, yeah. Rock some neo. Oh God. Topical. <laughs> I, that's I mean, going to be so you, out of you, date you, by the time this you, airs as well. I was going to say, you could have you gone even closer and gone with the, uh, the the current boomer sort of renaissance that we're having with uh, with smallpox. Smallpox, or yeah. Or polio, sorry. What a treat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the boomers are back again with another one of their retro classics. <laughs> um, how do you feel? In fact, that's not as bad as I remember it being. That's quite a cool tune. Um, it's, it's, not, it's not bad. Like I say, it's... As you, as the further removed you get from stuff like this, uh, the better it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to what's currently in the charts, at least it's not mumblecore. Oh god. Should we do your final one, Craig? Let's do final one. This was number one, number eight hundred and fifty. Nineties. Late nineties. It is. Uh, well, let's let's check let's check with uh, let's check with Claire and see what she has to say. Claire, is there any facts for this one? No, unfortunately not. This was number one for two weeks, in from the twenty sixth of February, year of our Lord two zero 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 party. Oh, only just missed it. Out of time. Yeah. How how many weeks? Sorry. Uh, Two weeks. Only two. You'll you'll get this in seconds, and I actually bought the single version of this. If that's wow. any help to you at all, uh, this is probably one of the latest singles I bought. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. And judge away when you hear it. So that makes me think. Press play. Blur, but okay. Awesome. No tomorrow. 
Oh. All oh. Saints. Pure yeah. shows. Yeah. Classic. Decent. Not as good as Black Coffee. Not, not, not as good as you remember it after listening to it today. I was oh, very yeah. disappointed listening to it today. Uh, yes, this is Pure Shores by All Saints from the movie Beach. The Beach by uh, Radcliffe's own Danny Boyle. Oh, I always forget it's a Boyle movie. I, I yeah. love that tune. So I really like the Beach soundtrack though because it's got like some really kind of deep cuts from Leftfield on it and like Morricantes on it and stuff. And then this is the first track on that. No, second track. Um, I yeah, think I really it, like it it. it. it kicks in in the bridge quite nicely. Mm. But uh, uh, I think for the first two thirds of that song, it is not as good as you remember it being. Oh. Unfortunately, I was really disappointed. Well, it's really a bit of a kind of faded. The beginning is the faded photocopy of William Orbit, kind of that yeah. you know production du jour, wasn't it? So yeah, that, I I quite like it. I I I I'll you know what? Based on that track alone and the fact I don't mind that Nehyo song, mm. I will vote for a keep. That's where I'm, uh, I'm going. That. I'm going with no. I'm, I'm mine's firmly in the bin this week. Unfortunately, with Wretch Thirty Two, there's no way. There's no way in God's green earth. I mean, All Saints will get another chance to get in with one of their much better songs, which is but, uh, uh, whatever the first one was. Never, ever, 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 ever. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the words. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Yeah, one hundred percent. Which means yeah. that we are uh, a split jury, Matthew. You see, I have been giving it some serious thought over the last couple of minutes if you can give something serious thought over it. I mean is that like something that probably takes a week anyway I've done that in two minutes oh I'm gonna bin I'm afraid Liam oh no I, listen I was I was so very close though it was it's not a cut and dry decision but I just think that first song is not worthy but are you prepared to massively in your face me and Craig when Sharon are some vile nonsense now drops in in place oh, of that's that. What, that's what I want. Come on, give me some vile nonsense. What is nonsense. wrong with you, Craig? What is wrong uh, with you? Everything. That's, oh, that's so disappointing. Well, I, I just, I, you know what? I could take or leave the nail thing. The Rage 32, who cares? I just, I love that All Saints tune. I think it's a great tune. I'm already regretting my decision. Um, Too late. It's been made. The, the, the sound effect has been played and I can't be asked to edit. So, <laughs> no, um, no, no, no. I'm already regretting. No, no. I just let, let it be known that sometimes this is how close the decision making process can be. I already regret it. So. We cannot let's leave. See, let's see if it lingers. Yeah, we cannot leave the uh, the pantheon unsatiated, desatiated, mm-hmm. insatiated. One of those words, um, and thus we must dip into the inevitable. Does <laughs> that it? No, I can't say that. Oh, God, <laughs> oh God. Let me put an edit point in there. Um, <laughs> Just beat them. Um, and thus we must dip into the old man's trousers full of lint and Werther's original that is Ooh. every number two ever. Let's see what dross is going to surface on the lake surface. Come on, be good. Surface be on the good. lake surface? Please be good. Please I'm mixing good. my metaphors like a badger. Surface on the lake surface. <laughs> his new book. I pressed the wrong thing there. Here we go. Thank God for that. I thought it was the magic roundabout theme. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> Off we go. What the fuck is this? Sounds a bit walkable, doesn't it? Oh, my heart won't believe that you have left me. 
It's a Hank Williams. You will not get this in a month or something. I keep Excellent. Good, worthy entry into the Pantheon there. Good work, boys. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you let this in. I can't believe I'll the pair of you let this, this in. Part-time <laughs> nonsense in. Oh, I'm just gonna say dropped. it. Like just anger and shame the pair of you. Might have been right. Might have been right. Um, <laughs> so, do you want to know what that is? No. <laughs> no. No. Do you know why we need to know what it is? Because every time we drop a bollock, whoever this is, it's going to be called a that. Who is it? Well, tell you what, if I tell you, um, it was produced by Robert Stigwood. Does that help you? That is the Bee Gees in 1969. Ooh, oh, really? That. Of course, Stigwood, yeah, with, with, because Stigwood, he was yeah. the driver behind Saturday, Saturday Night Fever. Exactly. And the Disco Beatles. Yeah. Um, so it was um, Don't Forget to Remember by the Beatles in 1969 from the classic... Sorry, potato, potato. Um, the classic you, Bee Gees album, Cucumber Castle. <laughs> oh, those quirky right. Australians. Right. I am fine with that being the Bee Gees, but when we make a mess, when we make a mess, a like cucumber again, castle. It's called yeah. a cucumber castle. <laughs> All right. Right. Cleanse my palate, Liam, please. Let's kick off. And that means it is Mr. Matthew Leonard. Go next. Welcome to number one, number 762. Early 90s. Yeah. 22nd of February 1997. Oh, gosh, wow. Ooh, wow. This was number one for three weeks. Specky Grogan, any extra facts that we might know? Right. I'll be honest with you, this is a number one that could cause a bit of debate. Oh, exciting. Intriguing. As long as it's not another cucumber castle scenario, I'm on board. <laughs> Off we go. Oh, um, uh, no doubt. Yeah, you and me. Oh, great tune. It's the worst track on Tragic Kingdom. Yes, but it is not a bad song. Ugh. I so Matt's look got his debate face on. I think it's just a great tune. I, I don't, I, you know, what? it shouldn't actually be a no doubt tune. Weirdly, um, it should be someone else, but it's still a really fucking high bar for interesting kind of rocky pop. It's a power ballad. Yeah, it's a late, it's a latter day power ballad. If fucking Roxette had done it, it'd be all over that. Yeah, it would have been, and it should have been in the eighties, but it wasn't. It was in the nineties. Now I don't wish the mill, but I have no love for it in the slightest. Oh, really? From its picked intro to its fucking sickening, sickening Spanish guitar solo. And I'm about to say something, and you're probably going to say, oh, he's being really pithy here. There is, honestly, one bit that I like, and it's under two seconds. Could you play it for me? Could you go to two minutes, 35 seconds? Gosh. <laughs> two minutes, 35 seconds. Okay, here's a minute. Right at the end of the guitar solo. Okay. Here we go. This is whatever this is. That little the trumpet. I love the trumpet. Forget it. So, I am fully aware of its standing, of being a kind of a, a, almost an alternative band getting a number one, albeit with a very heavily pushed MTV power ballad. 
but it's not for me. Now, Liam likes, I dislike. Craig, you said it's the worst track off Tragic Kingdom, but you're fully aware also that this would be the only entry for No Doubt. To oh, go but I think yeah, we'll get some Gwen Stefani in the early noughties, won't we? Yeah, but I don't want B-A-N-A-N-A-S or whatever that shite was that she was oh, checking did, out did, when um... she's Ain't No Holler Back Girl. I mean, talk about a band that went off the rails in the worst way possible. What? No, uh, I'm going to reserve judgment for now. I'm firmly on the fence with it because, like, it's 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 an important part of my growing up. Tragic Kingdom, but that song was always a skip. So, did really quickly, did um, Hella Good not make it to number one? Uh, No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't think they ever reached the lofty heights of uh, the Tragic Kingdom period. Because I, I also fucking love Underneath It All. Mm. I, You're I, wrong. Anything, yeah. anything, anything after Tragic Kingdom and it's crap. Sorry, Opinion, Opinions are wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Liam, can we, can we move on to number one? If it's one, not just two. a girl, you're wrong. Okay, number yeah. two. Um, Spiderwebs, mate. Hit us with some facts. <laughs> this is number one, number one, Fucking three, out. eight. It was early 60s. Yep, number one for two weeks. Number one for two weeks on the 28th of the 6th, 1962. Specky Claire, any further information we might need? Oh, that's because they always, Um, like, in in the very early period... They're all number one for like 12 fucking weeks or some stuff, aren't they? Absolutely. Cock all. Press play. Let's see what you think. Oh, God, okay. Sexy. Little doll, we've been jiving all night long. Can we? I I don't know if I can cope with that. Would it make you feel better if I told you after about a minute and a half, Wendy Richard, yeah, that Wendy Richard, comes in with some call and response? No, not at all. It makes it worse. It makes it intenser. It's it's a novelty effort. Um, It's Mick or Mike San with Wendy Richard. Now, Craig will know this song. It's Come Outside which is uh, so basically Mike Sard is trying to get Wendy Richard to come outside for a bit before he goes home. Um, it was re-recorded in the early 90s as a Children in Need single, inexplicably fronted by Samantha Fox, Bruno Brooks, Liz Kershaw and Frank Bruno. Fucking hell. Children in Need weren't on the game like Comet Relief. They, they couldn't get the Hail and Paces. <laughs> they had to get Sam Fox and Frank Bruno. That's a nice callback. Well done, yeah. <laughs> Sam Fox, bloody yeah. hell. It's, it is, it's 60s novelty piss. I don't know where you stand on it. Oh, no interest. It's music all nonsense. No I mean, it's, it's, that pre, it's pre-rock and roll. It's, it is the state of popular music at the time. You do get the Genuine odd like question. interesting thing kind of scattered. Remember that the woman I found a few uh, a few episodes ago who had her whole career kind of disappear overnight. Yeah, like she was fascinating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there are like there's stuff kind of like back there right at the start that's kind of worthy of our time and energy. But this is yeah. and that, Kate, uh, well, that, that Kitty like, Kalen, Kitty Kalen, that was her name. That leads me on to say, do you think there's anyone in the world? Well, I mean, actually, we can limit it down. No one outside of the UK is going to be listening to this. But do you think anyone in the UK 
anyone in the last 25 years has gone on and gone home and thought, do you know what I really fancy listening to? After a tough day at work. Mick San with, not and, with Wendy Richard come outside. Do you reckon, what, I wonder what his Spotify data is. Um, I've got him staring at me from the album cover and he's a creepy bastard. Um, Less than 1,000. You honestly want to know what is on Spotify? Go on. Um, for Mike Sounds Plays, it's, it's most played track and we're on half a million. Wow. Fair fucks. Fair fucks. I also wonder how many people have him. listened to every number one. So. Fucking boomers again. Classic. <laughs> right. Final one. I don't need I don't need to tell you where I am at this moment in time, do I? Final one, please. This is number one. Brace yourselves. Number twenty-four. Shit. Oh, good lord. Right. We're, we're 56. I'm, I'm, do I even need to listen to this to put it in the bin? <laughs> now hang on. Guys, we can't do this. We need to give the fifties ones a real good go. We're stepping <laughs> out of time. Shake. We're stepping out we give them a fair shake. Granted, I'll tell you now, any fifties fans. Most of them are going to hit rock salt bin, yeah? But <laughs> we're going to give them a fair go. This was number one for four whole weeks on the 8th of October, 1954. Specky Claire, is there any further facts that we need to know? I mean, how apt. Whack it on. Here we go. Great strings. You've got to watch it. Oh, it's not Mantovani, is it? Is the no, it really has a Mantovani whiff, though, doesn't it? Oh, gosh, it really does. It's very kind of googie, very... The sweet promised land. But in Violet last week's episode, we had something similar, I think, with one of yours, Craig, where it is written for a purpose. And I felt I could argue the case more with the one that was on last week's show than I can with this brill cream crooning. (laughs) Hands above the waist. Hands above the waist when you're dancing, everybody. This is Don Carnell with Hold My Hand. Uh, uh, Believe it or not, he's an Italian New Yorker. Really? Sinatra light? (laughs) Incredibly. He also sounds a little bit like Morrissey in places on this. Um, it only got to number two in his native US, and it is a bit of inoffensive fluff. But the more I listen to it, because I listened to it three times, the more I listened to it, I really started to. It, it became rancid very quickly. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have much time power, does he? Old Don. And on that note, gents, no doubt. Imagine it like the Eurovision Song Contest, yeah? That's what Don't Speak's like. It's like a Swedish Eurovision entry. Mm. <laughs> um, yes. Imagine, no doubt, sat split screen with Mike San, Wendy Richards, and Don Carnell, and they just burst into tears because they're in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> they really are. They're going right in the bin. I kind of, I hate to agree, but yeah, sorry. So, um, Hang on, no, because I was, I was going to call Cucumber Castle here. <laughs> Yeah, this could be oh, that kind of pained me to do that, but yeah, I'm gonna have to vote Bim because the other two are so weak comparatively. That being said, I really like that no doubt tune, and that feels like you know if like we come up with a game in a few months, in a few years time after the pod's finished, where it's like 
what mistakes did we make? What's in the bin that shouldn't be there? I might have to and go I'll in and get my terrifying grabber. should have been straight in. <laughs> well, we, I mean, we, what do you call it? You know, we've got, got this great Patreon uh, material right there, Liam, which is kind of a review, a review of a review show. The Clark. Um, the, I mean, I know these people probably shouting at their devices at this moment in time saying, why are you not reviewing them individually? Because this is the exact reason, because it causes peril and consternation and a, a, a perfectly fine song like Don't Speak has hit the dregs because of two other shysters, which means we have to rummage around in a bag of number twos and pick one out at random and brace yourselves because it could be another Cucumber Castle. I feel like you're right, though, in that. Like, if, if people are going to kind of engage with the show and, like, get on board, I feel like there should be shows where it finishes and people feel dirty or really yeah. unsatisfied. Uh, really genuinely annoyed. Like a, well, like a well, ruined I get a feeling like this episode. <laughs> like a, a proper kind of ruined <laughs> orgasm. Let's see what your random number two covered in pocket fluff is going to be. Supergrass. Can I just say, there is a classic example of the hardest intro rounds in the world. I got that from the noise. So that is Richard III by Supergrass. Richard III. Um, has he got any killings in it? No. No. <laughs> no, I always thought it was uh, Cockney rhyming slang. I thought the song was called Turd. Richard Third. Yeah. Um, um, fantastic. A, a ridiculously overblown rock song from Supergrass, but it yeah. came at a wonderful time in the 90s. 97 and, yeah, it was I've released. Got, got really good memories of that song. I'm genuinely happy that one slipped in. Yeah. Is that a good... I, honestly, that is an entirely new one on me. After the show, I'm going to... Oh, I mean, after the show, I'm going to have to go listen. Totally, totally new one on me, that. But also... Not really my vibe. No, it isn't your vibe, but it's, it's yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a cucumber castle. There we go. It is not a cucumber it, castle. Um, which means that, okay, not too bad. So we're, you know, we're one nil, I suppose, wins and losses. Um, which means it's up to me to kind of bring us home. Like, I feel like there's legitimate peril now. Like, I do not yeah, know. It's all on you expect. now. It's all yeah. on you to save the show. Save us, Liam. You're our only hope. Well, I don't think we've... I mean, we've got we've had a Cucumber Castle and we've had Richard III, but there's only two in this week thus far. Yeah, yeah. true, true. Um, so, the uh, first number one I've got for you is unique number one, 283. So it's a 1970. It is a January, March... 1970 release and it was number one for three weeks shall we see if uh claire grogan has any additional facts for us Ooh, a one-hit wonder from the 70s a one-hit wonder from the anything. 70s that does not narrow anything down whatsoever the arches sorry the arches um craig's any guesses not a Scooby-Doo, could be anything. Let's see what we've got. A lot of country. A lot of country at the moment. Now, where's this going, though, Craig? It, so, it this will right. be at least a minute before the vocal kicks in, so I'm just going to oh, ask the Claire, best singles. Claire to skip in, and let's see where we're at. 
mixed all that owing. Any ideas, chaps? It's the only single he ever released. He was incredibly well known, but not for this. This is Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin! Yeah. Apparently it was on an Amazon Prime advert, and it's got famous again recently. But yes, it is Lee Marvin with his only number one, his novelty number one, the hard-boiled cowboy, cowman, I imagine, by that point. Um, well, can, can we can we double underline what a one-hit wonder is in the context of the show? Because we're hard about this. It's, it's a number one and nothing. Yes. Right? Yeah. No, nothing else nothing, has tickled no the top, top 40. 40. Yeah. Yeah. So that's else. absolutely incredible. Only thing he ever recorded as well, because he can't sing for shit. <laughs> Rest in peace, Lee. <laughs> is he dead? I don't know. If you're dead, I don't know. Well, he, he is now. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't mind that. That's that's firmly on the fence for me. I, that's... I don't give a shit. It's novelty nonsense, isn't it? Me. You know me, Captain Novelty over here. <laughs> I just point out it you fucking there. hated Mick Sand and Wendy Richards, though, mate. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't give a shit. Don't give a shit. Fair enough. Let's see. Should we see about number two? Let's see what the the second thing on this list of horse shit is. <laughs> Bodes well for the rest of this list. Let's go. I, w- I was trying to find something vaguely cowboy and horse shit, so it seemed appropriate. Um, Dagum. I don't know. They said that right. Um, I never thought Clint Eastwood was fit, but. Um, so this is October because it's not eight; it's ten. October ninety-nine, and it is unique number one, eight hundred and thirty-eight. Nineteenth um, birthday. What would have been number one on my nineteenth birthday? And it was also a two-week number one. Claire, any additional factets? Yet. Nishman. Nick. So, should we see what we've got? Let's do Please. this. You'll get this instantly. Oh, Genie in a Bottle, Christina Aguilera. Oh, Genius track. One of my all-time favourite pieces of music. I still play it to my students as an example of really great I, I always find it interesting because I, I would have... I mean, I've made this mistake before, so I know... I've made a mistake, actually, a couple of times in the, the old pod, the long pod. I always thought this was post-millennium. No, mm. just snuck in there. But this is kind of because Britney had come out a yeah, year yeah. earlier, I think, with um, "Hit Me Baby One More Sometimes Time" and, and "Oops, I Did It Again." Sometimes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then Christina came along, and she seemed like a carbon she copy was. of Britney. Obviously, oh, we were. Um, so, do you actually know anything about the Britney Christina thing before it happened? Who this song was originally for? Do it. So I, I went on a fucking deep dive. Um, Lou Pearlman, um, the guy who managed the Backstreet Boys, I think, at the time, who is now in jail for 25 years for um, tax evasion in the States. Um, he managed Backstreet Boys, but he also set up a new girl group called Innocence. I-N-N-O-Sense. <laughs> That's because Paul literacy um, is cool. And in that group was Britney Spears in 1997, just before she went solo, and it was like a spin-off of the Mickey Mouse oh, right. uh, Club, yeah. or whatever it was called. Um, but... This song then got written and got spat to Innocence, but they thought it was too 
shit, basically. And so Christina, as another ex-Mickey Mouser, ends up with this track. Christina wins with it, and Innocence disappear into oblivion while Britney carries on burning and pillaging in her I mean... Wake. So, yeah, this was meant to be a Britney Spears song in a kind of roundabout way originally. to sing this. She probably did do at the time. You better work, bitch. Um, but one of my all-time favourite bits of pop from the 90s is that. Great track. Um, re- I, just, I just thought it was kind of an interesting so, pop kitchen of di- Kitchen of Distinction-wise, where are you, mate? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I've got my head in the fridge. I am searching for a Muller light. <laughs> and that's just from the Lee Marvin. <laughs> I needed something to soothe my throat. What about you guys? Yeah, How are we feeling? I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm happy think, at the I moment think, with it. I think it would take something to tank this. It 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 is okay. torpedo worthy, but I think it's probably by the big hitters. It's either by Sharon or Will. I am. Okay. Well, let's see what we've got. So the next one. Oh well. Okay, we go. Um, number one, one thousand one hundred seventy-five. Christ. <laughs> And it was oh, that's yeah, 2011. It is the ninth month of 2011, which I think it is September. Yes. Well done. Thank you very much, um, Claire. Any additional fact ets for us? It's been these songs are terrible, honestly. Double. Oh my god! A one week X Factor spectacular. And it is an X Factor tune, oh, right? In 2011, oh, yeah. Should we dive so in and see what This needs to be like a beige one for this to stay. Go on. It's not Christmas. Well, it's not Christmas, which means it's probably not It's Chico time. <laughs> oh, that'd be incredible. But let's find out. It's One Direction. It is One You're Direction. You're insecure, don't know what for. Great tune. You're turning heads when you walk through the door. Don't need makeup to cover up. So that is One Direction with What Makes You Beautiful. It's almost like a Dr. Lukey kind of production, even though I don't think it is actually Dr. Luke. Um, I really like that tune. I think it's a great example of like full powered contemporary pop music. Um, so I, 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 I'll, I'll go to I'll go to the wall on this one. I don't think you, I don't think you need to. I'm keeping. Yeah, same here. Ah, a unanimous keep. Well done, gentlemen. You make me proud. And with that, thus endeth the lesson. Lee Marvin's got square pants. (laughs) So, that's what we picked. Do you think you could do better? Do you? Because you fucking can't. I'll tell you now you can't. Probably. But if you think you could, <laughs> why not get in touch with us over on Twitter at ENOE Podcast. We're on the Facebooks, as always. You can email us, if you're so inclined, at enoepodcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon where you can hear more of this nonsense and we can destroy your dreams there. For money this time. For real cash money. So go to Patreon. Give it your fucking slash ENOE podcast. And if not, just head over to our website at every number one ever.com. Spell it however you like, except the Prince way, because we can't be bothered with that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Liam, how is the Pantheon looking after this week? We have some kind of interesting stuff happening. So the bin and the Pantheon only have 
one song difference Whoa. between them. The Bin is currently on 33 tracks and the Pantheon is on 32 tracks. New additions to the Pantheon this week are the Bee Gees with their Cucumber <laughs> Castle God. Classic. Shame. Um, don't Shame. forget to remember. Um, another number two's in there with Supergrass's Richard III. And then Liam actually made the correct choice and voted for to keep Lee Marvin's Wandering Star. Um, Genie Bottle by Xtina and One Direction's uh, What Makes You Beautiful. Um, but the bin has been stocked <laughs> amply this week with stuff from Rich32, Neo, All Saints' is classic Get Pure Shores is in there. Liam was correct, just saying. Um, also no doubts, great, don't speak. Um, Mike San and um, Wendy Richard. Williams, who I think is Christina's uh, Venus and um, it's Wendy Richards. What's Venus your and Serena, but it's I mean, I, 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 so, no, okay, <laughs> keep going. Fine. God, it's so late. And then Don Carroll's hold my hand. So um, yeah, the uh, they're both looking nice and healthy, and we've got almost. Equal parity between the two receptacles. I'm going to have to work overtime to get some more shit in the bin here, mate. Liam, you let that be a lesson that we need to make sure that Craig doesn't run overtime with it because I, we, I, I'll be honest with you, we can't afford a bigger bin than what we've already got. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you so much again for wading through every number one ever. Um, if you've enjoyed what you've listened to this week, why not come back next week and shout at us louder because we still can't hear you. Um, <laughs> I think we'll sign off with the track of the week and I'm just going to dive in and say it because I don't think I'm going to get any disagreement. But if you go to your cupboard, take out a pot and rub it heartily, you don't know, a genie might actually come out. ta Bye. <laughs>